Between recording the next episode of my podcast, running a business, and all of the things life throws my way, sometimes it's good to just get away. Hola, ¿qué tal? It's Chiquis here. And let me tell you, I love booking a trip where I can escape. There's nothing like spending a few days at the beach, relaxing and spending time with family. No matter what kind of traveler you are, and no matter your reasons, the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card is the way to go. If you travel, you know. When something happens to your car, you might say, No! My car! But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Living life as a gringo Where you question Where you fit And every time you mingle They say you do this With not enough that My rapping is really bad <laughs> This life as a gringo Yes Hello and welcome To another episode Of Life as a Gringo I am Dramos Of course Man uh, We are less than A week away From Christmas We are just A little over A week away From the new year And uh, I think it only felt right to talk about traditions in this episode as we gear up for, obviously, uh, Christmas and New Year's, as I mentioned. Because I think for me, and I talked about this on the first episode of the podcast when I had my parents, but one thing I always wanted to strive to do and when it came to kind of going down this path of like reconnecting with my culture and, and holding on to my culture was maintain some of the like holiday traditions that culturally people from Puerto Rico where I'm from um, do, but my parents did not teach me growing up. And I think I've realized for a lot of people that listen to this podcast, um, a bit of, of, of you listening to it is sharing in the same journey as me, where you're kind of like learning parts of your culture and learning how to appreciate parts of your culture um, that maybe you weren't hip to before, you know, or uh, maybe through just separations of generation and, and and life itself, you know, you weren't raised kind of participating in these things, you know, like myself. So I thought it'd be dope to do an episode kind of talking about the various traditions uh, that happened throughout Latin America uh, during this time period, especially for those of you who, like myself, are kind of reconnecting and wanting to get a deeper understanding and wanting to maybe pick up some of those things. So that's what we'll get into on today's show. Uh, I'll read about a, a few really popular ones from throughout Latin America. Of course, we'll talk about um, the cultures in Puerto Rico, where my family is from and where I would love to uh, be able to kind of start adapting some of these things as I get older and uh, and begin to, you know, uh, move towards a part of my life where I think about family and things like that. And also in our Ask a Gringo segment, I asked y'all to share some of your holiday traditions. So, of course, we'll get into all that. 
But first, let's talk about some of the really popular traditions that happen throughout Latin America, and we'll do it in a segment we call For the People in the Back. Say a lot for the people in the back. Okay, so for this, I tried to find as comprehensive of a list as I possibly could. I don't want to leave anybody out, but obviously, um, I don't have time to go through every single thing from every single country. Um, but I wanted to at least find something that I felt like gave a general idea. And also, what I'm realizing as I was reading it was that some of it, my family had actually been practicing when I was younger, and I just was so totally unaware of it. Uh, and for whatever reason, we never continued doing it. So I'm going to read some of these things. Um, so this is a list from Babel. And it is uh, Latin American Christmas and New Year's traditions. And of course, we'll start with Christmas, uh, Christmas traditions in Latin America. They obviously mention how our culture places a high value on family. And I think that's something that I forever will be grateful for, you know, um, that at least was passed down to me was the value of family. And and I say that, you know, like I've always said, we kind of talked about this in Thanksgiving, where you had some people who don't necessarily see their family on the holidays. Um, you know, your family doesn't just have to be those that you our blood related to, right? I believe we get to create uh, our own families as well and, and kind of, you know, heal ourselves from maybe um, situations that were, man, less than healthy. Um, so that could be friends that you spend the time with, uh, you know, your family through marriage and, 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 and all those different things. I mean, I think it's just, uh, you know, whatever your own definition of family is and, and being able to celebrate them and make them priority during, during this time of year. You know, it's not about all the gifts or, or any of these other things. I know for me, and my girl, we don't exchange gifts, um, you know, during during Christmas and all that. You know, it's more so about just spending time together um, and really just just being intentional about how we interact with one another during this time. And, and you know, spending time with each other's families and things like that. Uh, we've kind of set those ground rules for, for ourselves right now at this point in our lives. And again, teachers, that's just kind of something we felt like that worked for us. Uh, it's not necessarily something you have to adapt, obviously, but you know whatever works for you and yours is, is always the best route. Now, let's actually get into some of these traditions here that they got listed. And this list is um, it, it's just a few of kind of the best known traditions that they talk about. Obviously, again, there are going to be certain things that might have gotten left out of here. Um, and it's not on purpose. It's just kind of speaking about maybe some of the ones that are more well known to people. Now, the first they talk about is La Novena de Arguinados and Las Posadas. And they say the name depends on the country, but this is a very Latin tradition lasting from December 16th to December 24th. There are nine nights of prayer and Christmas carols that recall the story of Jesus's birth in a manger, always accompanied by traditional food and drinks. And they say uh, in most cases, it's the perfect excuse to dance around. So if you weren't hip to this like myself, um, you, we've already kind of fucked up already at this point because we are well after December 16th. Um, but you know, we could strive for next year now that you're, you're put on to, to this tradition. Um, and obviously religion is always going to be a huge part of our culture. And I think for me, as somebody who doesn't necessarily believe in organized religion, um, I kind of, I kind of look at it as like the symbolism of it all. Right. I, I, I love seeing all these things like the nativity scenes and all that kind of stuff around this time of year. Um, just for being able to see the, the beautiful symbolism about what it means about life and not necessarily believing it wholeheartedly like that it happened, um, you know, the way that it was like listed in the Bible or anything like that. Um, and that's kind of just how I approach it. And, and maybe hopefully that brings some clarity to any of y'all that are kind of uh, struggle with religion, um, but do enjoy a good tradition. Now, the second one they list is Los Aguinaldos. 
In its original sense, aguinaldo or bonus refers to a salary bonus for workers in December. There's another bonus, however, which comes from games played between friends and family where the loser always gives the winner a gift called the aguinaldo. Some of the games are el beso robado, which means the stolen kiss, el si y el no, yes and no, and tres pies, three feet. Now, I've never played any of these games, so some of y'all got to put me onto this. What any of these games actually are, I didn't grow up with them. Um, I'm curious if any of y'all did. The next one they have listed is Dia de los Inocentes, and that is on December 28th. And they say it's very popular in most Latin American countries from Mexico to Argentina. It's a day where you pay attention because people will try to trick anyone who is gullible. It's kind of like a Christmassy April Fool's. Bro, I, I don't know how I've never heard of half of these things at this point. I really, really am a gringo. Wow. I knew I was, but here we are. Okay, here's the last one they have when it comes to Christmas. It's a Cena de Navidad. And that says, no matter the country, one thing is a must every Christmas Eve. The family reunion with a feast of traditional dishes, sweets, and desserts from each region. Whether it be steak cooked in a barbecue, stuffed turkey, tamales, alacas. If I pronounced that wrong, I apologize. That's the steamed uh, meat wrapped in leaves. I think we pronounced it as something else in Puerto Rico. I can't remember what it's called. Oh, pasteles. Duh. I knew that one. I'm not a big fan of pastelitos. Uh, pastelitos, though. That, that's my fucking jam right there. Um, but anyway, they say, uh, let's see, what else? What other foods they, they list over here? Ajiaco Santa Ferreno, which is a typical soup from Bogota. Enchiladas, empanadas, picana, chicken salad, pork, rice pudding. And the pork, we call it pernil, which is the pork shoulder, which is the fucking greatest thing known to man. I'll fight you about it. Um, better than bacon. Uh, that's what I'm looking forward to when it comes to this holiday season is my mom's pernil. Uh, let's see, panetón, custard, dulce de lechosa, or fritters. Christmas in Latin America will leave you with fond memories and a few extra pounds. I know that's right. And they also go on to say uh, there's no shortage of religious marches, demonstrations, visits to monuments, streetlights, fireworks, and, of course, gift giving uh, throughout Latin American Christmas traditions. Yo, and I just want to focus on the food for a second. That need is really, really what, what gets me. That's the one thing I'm looking forward to. And actually, this is the one thing I have to say my parents um, kept up with is we do have a big Christmas Eve dinner. That is for sure um, the 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 move for us. Christmas is always just kind of like whatever leftovers are there or whatever. But like Christmas Eve is that big night for us to have that dinner um, and, and kind of hang with the family in numbers. Also, Coquito, I feel like needs to be on that list as well, which sadly, I don't have my Coquito plug anymore as I move further and further away from uh, from New York City. Uh so I got I to gotta step my game up a little bit. Hopefully I can I can get something going uh, between now and Christmas. And Tostones needs to be on that list as well. Come on now. And then they, uh, they go on to talk about the end of year celebrations. And actually, before we get into that, we'll, we'll take a quick break and then and then we'll come back to uh, what, what we talk about for the new year. So we'll we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back. Hola, que tal? This is Cheekies from the Cheekies and Chill podcast. For whatever reason or absolutely no reason at all. Sometimes we all just need some time to turn off and get away. A lot of times on the My Cultura Podcast Network, our storytellers share their adventures and tips for living our best lives. And why not? With the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card, you can easily check off all those dreamy destinations, como la playa que viste en ese show, or climbing that mountain on your screensaver. I see you. No matter what kind of traveler you are, and no matter the reason, the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card is the way to go. If you travel, you know. When something happens to your car, you might say, No! 
But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Si tienes ciertas afecciones crónicas como enfermedad cardíaca, asma, diabetes, y tienes 19 años o más, 52, 36, 42, puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20, vacuna conjugada antineumocósica 20 valente, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar20. Right, we are back and let's dive into the end of year celebrations and superstitions. So this actually rang a, a bit truer for me. Um, when when it comes to things that I remember my parents carrying on. Um, well, actually, more specifically, my Titi Gladys, you know, uh, rest in peace. Um, I remember her doing a few of these things. We would always celebrate New Year's Eve um, at, at her house with my cousins. So um, let's see, we're going to read a couple of, of these right here. Some of them are just ridiculous superstitions that we have. Um, so the first uh, kind of category they mentioned um, is that of prosperity, right? So they say one of the most common desires for a new year is prosperity, particularly with money. Here are some of the ways people around Latin America try to ensure their prosperous new year. Putting a small plastic sheep behind the front door is meant to attract money. Okay, I don't remember that one. Wearing yellow underwear ensures prosperity for the year to come. I don't remember that one either, but I'm, I'll throw on some yellow drawers just in case. Um, hiding three potatoes under the bed, one peeled, one half peeled, and another unpeeled. Someone is invited to take one without looking, and what they take determines how their financial year will be. Peeled, without money, half, half, or very prosperous. This sounds vaguely familiar, I feel like, as a little kid, I remember something like this happening. Throwing coins out the window. I don't remember that specifically. I do remember um, throwing water, up like a pot of water, out the front door, my Titi Gladys would do, and that was essentially supposed to be the same thing. Um, eating a spoonful of lentils at midnight guarantees money and employment for the year to come. Don't remember that one. Uh, taking the first step after midnight with the right foot to ensure everything will go well in the new year. That sounds really OCD. I don't remember that one. Uh, let's see. Wearing underwear inside out brings prosperity. There's a, like a bit of a theme here when it comes to underwear for whatever reason in our culture. And then um, the last one they say is exchanging small bills and keeping them neatly folded in your wallet to ensure money all year round. This one I remember. I do remember, I feel like my dad and my uncle um, doing this one. So that, a few of them ring true here. Maybe I'm going to adapt the yellow underwear one uh, just, uh, you know, as some superstition uh, to hopefully have a prosperous uh, 2022. Uh, the next kind of category they talk about is casting out the bad. They say a lot of bad energy can accumulate over the course of a year. Don't we know that? And there are various ways people in Latin America try to make a fresh start. This one they say, okay, so this is what I was talking about right here with my Titi Gladys. Throwing pots full of water out the window purifies the space. This is the one I remember. Okay, so this was for casting out the bad. I never got an explanation for why the hell she did it when I was a kid, but now it makes sense. Okay, so she was on to something. 
Uh, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna keep this one up this year. I'm gonna do that on on New Year's. Uh, let's see. Burying the old year is a form of pichingo, a doll made of old clothes and stuffed with gunpowder. The doll is lit on fire at midnight to burn all the bad things from the year along with it. Depending on the region, the doll can have a face of a politician or popular character of the year as a kind of catharsis for what people have experienced. That's a lot of fucking work, but I'm not opposed to it. I'm I'm, I'm not opposed to it. I feel like that's a, a good a good kind of uh, fun thing to do outside if it's not brutally cold here in the New York City area. And then this last one here, I remember this one as well, sweeping the whole house inside out to eliminate bad energy. This I do remember. I don't remember who did it. I don't know if my mom or my Titi Gladys. I think it's probably both of them. Uh, definitely would do this for, for the new year. And let's see. Um, another, another category they talk about is travel, adventure, and wishes. They say, why hope for money alone when you could ask for anything you want? Here are a few ways people in Latin America try to make their dreams come to fruition. Running outside at midnight with a suitcase and taking a walk around the neighborhood to guarantee a year full of travel. I do remember somebody walking outside with a suitcase as a kid. So I'm, I'm going to do this one. I'm hoping that I get to travel um, in this, this new year. I haven't, man, I haven't fucking flown anywhere in almost two years at this point. So hopefully uh, shit will calm down a little bit and I'll be able to do some travel. So maybe I'll adapt the suitcase this year. Um, this one, eating 12 grapes of luck at midnight on New Year's Day. One with each stroke of the clock so that wishes come true. This sounds vaguely familiar, but I don't really think anybody was sitting in 12 grapes. Um, I'm, I'm down, though. Maybe I might adapt this one, too. Making 12 wishes to Yamaya, which is a spirit, while jumping into the sea on the waves. Yeah, I mean, I'm not anywhere near the ocean. I have a river around me. I'd probably drown at this point, so I can't adapt that one. Um, I think I've seen this in Puerto Rico, but I think it's also part of a different holiday that happens in January, which I have to double check on. And then the last thing they talk about is clothing. They say what you wear on the first day of the year could set your tone for the next 364 days. The superstition often focuses on color of the clothing, and you could choose which aspect of your life to focus on simply by choosing your January 1st wardrobe. Wearing pink attracts love. Wearing white brings purity and health. Okay, something to keep in mind. I might have to look up what other colors mean certain things so I get my wardrobe um, intact accordingly to this, to this whole thing. And the last thing they want to say is uh, on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, everything is a party full of music, food, and drinks. Even if you pick a peeled potato or don't have enough time to eat all 12 grapes, there's always a possibility of a fabulous new year. Okay, so I like that. I like this this whole list that I read, again, from Babbel.com. Um, nothing groundbreaking, but I feel like I, it, it's nice to hold on to some of these kind of things, to have some sort of connection, I feel like, to your to your ancestors, to the generations before you. Um, and, and always, one thing I think I used to feel like was missing in my family was we never really had like those traditions, right? Like I feel like on TV, you always see these different uh, traditions surrounding like, you know, decorating tree and these ornaments, all this kind of stuff. And, and we never really had anything that we consistently like kept up with aside from like my father getting mad that everything was tangled and not working. And then like complaining the entire time about setting up decorations. That was our, our tradition. So um, I'm excited to adapt a few of these things because I want to really step into making, I feel like the holidays, a, a special time of year. I mean, this is the first year, um, that, since I've lived on my own that I actually went, um, well, I have to say thank you to my mom for helping me with this, that I, uh, I went and, and we got a, a Christmas tree for my, for my home that we, uh, my mom decorated, uh, the inside with like some snow and lights and everything. And then, um, I had done a whole bunch of like a whole big landscaping project, uh, not as big as I'm trying to make it out to be. Um, outside of my front door and uh and now i have like bushes and everything like that so 
my pops helped me uh, put on lights. Uh, so now I have Christmas lights and all that kind of stuff here in my home. So I'm, I'm excited that I'm now kind of like stepping into this part of my life where I'm embracing all these things. I think for me, uh, oftentimes the holidays and Christmas, I would kind of dismiss them uh, and always like, uh, I don't know, always feel like they were a bit of a letdown. But now I'm recognizing, I think, the beauty in just having these moments where we kind of allow ourselves to to tap into that inner child in us and, and just have fun, man. That's that's a huge part of life that I feel like so many of us are are missing out on um, is is just having fun with just like these little things and, and not taking ourselves too seriously. And I think the holidays, uh, Christmas being a perfect time is a, an opportunity to not take yourself too seriously and to, to embrace that inner child that we all still have somewhere inside of us. Um, some people like myself had spent a long time suppressing that inner child. So I'm at a point in my life right now where, uh, where we talk about my authenticity and the work I'm doing on myself is also celebrating that inner child and allowing myself to, to make fun a priority. And with that said, uh, I'm quickly going to kind of go through um, some of the traditions I'm going to pick up, or at least one in particular I want to pick up uh, from Puerto Rico. And we'll talk about that real quick in our Mi Gente segment. Mi gente. Okay, so one thing I want to pick up from Puerto Rico and the, the history and the tradition, which my dad never did with us, but celebrated as a kid himself, and that is Three Kings Day. And I'm getting this from tripsavvy.com. They say, uh, in the Latin world, these three men, the three kings, are perhaps more celebrated than Jesus himself. As the Bible story goes, Melchior, Casper, and Balthazar were drawn to Christ's birth by a mysterious light, but they arrived late, which is why the 12 days of Christmas is celebrated following December 25th. And it says that Americans traditionally start this countdown on December 12th. So I'm going to do this. Starting December 25th, 12 days of Christmas. At the end of it, on January 6th, Kind of ironic when you think about what that date now means in this country. But on January 6th uh, is what they call an epiphany, also known as Feast Day or the Adoration of the Maggie, Magi. And they say, uh, just as Santa Claus makes his rounds with a sack of presents, the three wise men also bore gifts in the form of gold, myrrh, and frankincense. They go on to say Three Kings Day is one of the most important holidays on the uh, Puerto Rican calendar. Traditionally, the island and most of the Latin world mark the eve of January 6th rather than December 25th as the day of exchanging gifts. In the olden days, children would gather grass, hay, or straw in shoeboxes where the Maggie's horses or camels, much like children in the U.S., leave cookies and milk for Santa and his reindeer. And if I'm pronouncing Maggie, Maggie wrong, Maggie, whatever it is, uh, I'm sorry. Good kids are promised to be uh, rewarded with presents and candy on Three Kings Day, while naughty kids run the risk of receiving dirt and charcoal. Uh, okay, sounds familiar. And they go on to say the modern times, uh, gifts are given on Christmas Day, but smaller, often humbler presents are also reserved for the Epiphany or Three Kings Day. And this is obviously very much celebrated in Puerto Rico when it comes to, and if you catch me going in and out of saying Puerto Rico or Puerto Rico, it's because I'm trying to say Puerto Rico, uh, correct myself um, to say it the correct way um, and not the gringo way, I guess. I don't know. Um, anyway, but obviously in Puerto Rico, they, they make a big deal about this with all kinds of parades and, and, and things like that and festivals that happen in Old San Juan. And in Puerto Rico, as they typically they love holidays in Puerto Rico, they keep, they will make anything a holiday and observe it and everything will be closed. Um, so, What's interesting is that the the celebration essentially for the holidays, they say, starts in Thanksgiving and it goes all the way until the third week of January on the last day of the St. Sebastian Street Festival in Old San Juan. And this festival is the unofficial closing to the longest holiday season in the world. Sounds about right. And Old San Juan is taken over by live music, dancing in every street corner. Uh, they say circus performers. So yeah, I'm going to try to adapt that this year into my my household. We're going to celebrate Three Kings. and I'm going to make my parents uh, celebrate this as well and the rest of my family. 
Um, and that's going to be a tradition that I decide to start now um, for my generations to come, which I'm really excited about. Now, with that said, I want to hear about people who actually have traditions. Because like I said, my family doesn't really have any traditions aside from Christmas Eve dinner now at my sister's. And that was something that just started like a few years ago. So uh, I want to hear about y'all's holiday traditions. Uh, we'll do it in our Ask a Gringo segment. Before that, though, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Hola, ¿qué tal? This is Cheekies from the Cheekies and Chill podcast. For whatever reason, or absolutely no reason at all, sometimes we all just need some time to turn off and get away. A lot of times on the My Cultura podcast network, our storytellers share their adventures and tips for living our best lives. And why not? With the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card, you can easily check off all those dreamy destinations. Como la playa que viste en ese show or climbing that mountain on your screensaver. I see you. No matter what kind of traveler you are, and no matter the reason, the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card is the way to go. If you travel, you know. When something happens to your car, you might say, No! My car! But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Si tienes ciertas afecciones crónicas como enfermedad cardíaca, asma, diabetes, y tienes 19 años o más, 52, 36, 42, Puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20. Vacuna conjugada antineumocósica 20 valente. Una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar20. Ask Outringo. All right. So, of course, y'all know if you want to be a part of the show at DJ Dramos on Instagram, I pose the questions that we cover each and every episode. You can have your voice heard. So I'm going to read a couple um responses that I got on here today. So I asked people, what are your Christmas traditions? I'm going to read a few of the ones that I got right here. Uh, at a Bjork, my guy Addison says, survive, uh, man. A rough holiday season, I guess, for some of y'all. I'm very fortunate. I realize just how fortunate I am that I actually like being around my family and I like hang out with my family, um, you know, on a regular basis. So it's not anything out of the ordinary. But man, I can imagine how how tough it is for those of you who don't have a great relationship with your parents or your family uh, and having to, you know, be in those circumstances. I think definitely there are certain holidays where extended family gets invited and I just don't fuck with it. But Christmas and all that, I'm happy to say we keep it pretty intimate. Um, I will say the one challenge, which I think is probably true for a lot of people, if you're in a serious relationship or if you are married or whatever, is splitting the time between each family, right? If y'all don't celebrate it all together, 
Um, it's easy to offend one side if you're not there or you choose, you know, to spend Christmas night with them, whatever it is, you know, it can become difficult, especially if they celebrate on the same day. So I will say uh, that is the only stress. Luckily for Christmas, uh, my girl's family and my family celebrate on different days. So that works out. Thanksgiving is the tricky one. Uh, we probably have to figure out at some point. Let's see. At Gonzalez Andres underscore says, Opening presents at 9 p.m. on Christmas Eve because my parents doesn't want to stay up until 12 a.m. That's funny. And that's actually, I think, uh, a tradition that was left off of the list. I'm glad you brought that up is a lot of Latin families will open presents at midnight on Christmas Eve. We didn't grow up doing that as kids. My mom loved the idea of like you waking up to a full tree on Christmas morning. We do kind of do that now um, on Christmas Eve just because we go to my sister's house and she doesn't actually come over the house on Christmas Day because she spends it with her uh, husband's family. So we will open presents on Christmas Eve now, but not at midnight. Definitely. My parents aren't staying up till midnight for sure. They're not doing that. Uh, so we just do it earlier in the evening, not, not like at a, at a set time. But um, I do love that. Love that tradition. I was always jealous growing up of my friends who got to open their gifts at uh, at midnight. My parents never would let that happen. And last one I read is my guy, Eric, at Eric Herzog. Go to Arizona, golf, and dominate the holiday. Love, love the confidence here. I also have to say a shout out to Eric. Eric is actually Jewish, but loves Christmas. So um, shout out to him. He is in all his glory right now uh, and, and getting to travel somewhere warm. So, man, good for you. And with that said, thanks to everybody that participated in the Ask a Gringo segment. Again, at DJ Dramos, if y'all want to be a part of the conversations. And now all that's left is to wrap it all up in a segment we call Conclusion Stew. Time for Conclusion Stew. All right. So we'll keep this short and sweet. Uh, I just want to thank all of you guys for an amazing, amazing year this far. Obviously, I have another week of episodes before the year actually ends. Um, but I do want to you know, express my gratitude for everybody who has shown so much love and support on this podcast. It has been an absolute dream come true. Um, and I just hope that I'm doing y'all justice and and really hopefully, you know, doing my part to help uplift our community. And as a result, helping our community grow and reach our full potential. I'm really grateful to have this platform and, and all of you that listen to it really just is an amazing, amazing thing. So thank you all so much. Everybody's been tuning in, whether from the beginning or you're just kind of catching on now. I appreciate each and every one of you guys. So I just want to say thank you all. Man, excited for the holiday season. Obviously, I have another episode on Thursday. We'll do something fun around Christmas. Uh, maybe we'll do a countdown of some of the like best Christmas movies or something like that. We'll, we'll find some stuff to talk about. We'll, we'll have some fun with it. It's been a really fucking heavy year. And a lot of topics to talk about are really heavy. So it's nice to take a break from all that every once in a while and just have a little bit of fun. And with that said, I'll catch y'all on Thursday with another episode. We'll do our Thursday trends. We'll do some holiday stuff in there. We'll have some fun with it. And then, man, Christmas Eve will literally be the next day and I have to do some Christmas shopping. So that's what I'm going to do uh, for this day that I have in between episodes is get all my Christmas shopping hopefully done in one day. Pray for me, y'all. I'll catch you on Thursday with a brand new episode. Until then, be safe. Peace. Life as a Gringo is a production of the Michael Tura Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Between recording the next episode of my podcast, running a business, and all of the things life throws my way, sometimes it's good to just get away. Hola, que tal? It's Chiquis here. And let me tell you, I love booking a trip where I can escape. There's nothing like spending a few days at the beach, relaxing, and spending time with family. No matter what kind of traveler you are, 
And no matter your reasons, the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express Card is the way to go. If you travel, you know. Voy a ponerme la vacuna Prevnar 20 porque estoy en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. La cual pudiera llevarme al hospital. Así que preguntaré sobre Prevnar 20. 65 años o más, puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20. Vacuna conjugada antineumocósica 20 valente. Una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20. When something happens to your car, you might say, No! My car! But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.